Let us pray. Grant, O Lord, that because we have met together here today, life may grow greater for those who have lost faith in it, simpler for those who are confused by it, more secure for those who would escape it, happier for those who may be tasting the bitterness of it, safer for those who are feeling the peril of it, friendly for those who are feeling the loneliness of it, and holier for all to whom life may have lost its dignity, its beauty, and its meaning. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. On this feast of the Epiphany, my heart was drawn toward our reading from Isaiah. And I can't tell if it's because Isaiah, as Carolyn Dennis has told me, the greatest prophet, so it's good material. But in the summer between my first and second year of seminary, I went to do something that was very Lutheran. And I went to a singing without music conference. And it was one of those things where they would, you know, use their hands to tell you when you were supposed to sing high and when you were singing low. And the piece that we had learned was from this first portion of, of chapter 60 of Isaiah's uh, prophecy. <clears throat> Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has shone upon us. There were three parts. I know all three. I'll just leave you with that one. You're welcome. It is so incredibly powerful, these words that the prophet Isaiah gives us. Light, revelation, manifestation, glory. In a world where everything, everything is life-changing. In a world where everything is the best. In a world where everything is awesome and amazing and great and wonderful and glorious and like totally the best. What does it mean for us to talk about manifestation, glory, worship, revelation? Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you, says Isaiah. They're not just poetic. They are prophetic. They are a call to action for a people downtrodden, in exile, in need, Of a savior. The prophet urges, rise up, rise up out of the darkness, not just that covers and surrounds, but the darkness that has been forced upon you, not of your own choosing. Stand in the brilliance of God's light, says Isaiah. The context of this passage is essential for understanding its significance. 
At the time Isaiah spoke these words, the people of Israel were in a period of exile, forced out of their home, everything of comfort, of peace, of stability, gone. Yet, here is a message of hope, a promise that God's light would pierce through that darkness, the darkness of exile. As we reflect on this passage, we are reminded that the Feast of Epiphany commemorates the revelation of Jesus Christ to the Magi. And not just to the Magi, but to those the Magi represent, the Gentiles, anyone, everyone, outside of the tribe of Israel. The Magi, guided by the light of a star, represent the nations, represent all of God's creation, coming to recognize and worship the Savior. It is a reminder, Isaiah's call, to arise and shine, that it's not just confined for a certain people. It is for everyone. In each of our lives, we often encounter these moments of darkness, times when we are lost, times when everywhere we turn, there is uncertainty, times when we are burdened by the challenges that this world piles up upon us. It is precisely these moments that Isaiah's message becomes profoundly relevant. The Epiphany reminds us that God's light is not limited to a specific group, to a specific nation. It is not withheld for those who are good enough to deserve it. Rather, it is a universal light that dispels the shadows of sin, of despair. The Magi, who, from Christmas Eve in the narthex to now at the altar, have made their way to the Christ. They were foreigners of distant lands who were drawn to this light, seeking that newborn king. Their journey teaches us the importance of seeking Christ with a sincere and open and pursuing heart. Beloveds, we are called to be like the Magi, to be people of journey, to be people who will seek Christ, that light that scatters even the deepest of shadow. As we encounter Christ in Scripture, in prayer, in the Eucharist, we too are transformed like the Magi. That light of Christ, it illuminates our hearts, which then reveals a path, 
of righteousness and love for us to journey. Isaiah's prophecy extends an invitation to each of us to allow the light of Christ to shine within and through us. Our lives, like beacons, should radiate the glory of the Lord. In doing so, we become instruments of God's love and mercy, drawing others to encounter the transformative power of Christ. We become little stars that lead others to Christ. On this celebration of the Feast of the Epiphany, let us embrace the call to arise and to shine. May the light of Christ dispel any darkness in our lives, and may we, like the Magi, joyfully offer our gifts and bend our knees in worship to the newborn King, to the Christ of the world. Amen.